<laughs> Blog Talk Radio. At least I feel it. I don't know if anybody else has, but I just went right through that psychedelic tunnel to the other side. So I'd like you all to thank you for all coming with me, staying here, coming back, because we have had some shows that had to be rescheduled and canceled. You are listening to the Bonnie Albers on-air show, and I am the hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. We have a fabulous show, but before I actually begin, because we have two heavy hitter guests that, oh my gosh, they rock my head every time they are here and every time I hear them for you. But I do want to let you know about things that are happening on the show and what our uh, schedule is going to look like. First of all, uh, I am going to stay with Blog Talk for a while, so please tune in. 
you will still have us. I am also going to check out some other venues, and I am going to let you know when that all takes place. But I'm going on Spreaker, and we're going to do podcasts. We're going to have live shows, and that will be cool in itself because it will bring a different type of setting to all of us. You can find me on iHeartRadio on any one of these. You can find me on iTunes, and I am now on all different kinds of podcasts, and I'll give you the name of them as they come up. But it is going to be a showbuster year, and we are going to be everywhere. So please tune in, because this show rocks. Now help me say hello to the psychic mediums who are famous, not infamous, but famous, right from over the pond, which uh, today might have been a breaking day for their temperature, Grant Collier and Jerry Humphreys. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Grant. Hi. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? How's the weather over there? I know that's stupid to start a show with, but, you know, I've got to tell you that I'm over in Europe. I'm over in the U.K. every day with my girlfriend. She brings me pictures. You have been just sweaty hot. Well, I'll let Jerry start. I know we here will probably have a few words to say about it, but I'm sticky. <laughs> Jerry? Oh, I, I can't. I'm for sticky. <laughs> I'm stickier <laughs> than a sticky toffee. I'm stickier than a sticky toffee pudding. Oh, Jerry. Well, you better be wearing. I know. Last time I saw you, you were in some kind of tank top, which I never see you in. So I know uh, it's back well, to you ain't seen super hot over there. Well, listen, as long as you don't come naked, I'm okay. Of course, it's the radio, so we really don't care. But it's all about how we cope in life. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But, you know, I want to ask you, too, because I'm not over there, but Hillary brings me into everywhere she goes. Did you ever hear of the Paris house? Uh, I've heard of a house in Paris. <laughs> no, it's called the. It's in, it, do you have Wooten or Wooten? Wooten. It's a. It's a restaurant, very fancy, on like 250 acres with deer. I mean, I couldn't believe I was actually seeing it today. It's like a black and white, almost looks like it's a huge mansion, and it's some place you eat at. It's called the Paris House in Wooten or Wogan, Wogan, England. Woburn. Woburn. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that's what you were saying, but Michael just helped me out. (laughs) Thank you, Michael. (laughs) Anyway, I got there today, and I'll tell you, you have the most beautiful country. Not that we don't, but I'm over there now all the time. Every morning I see different parts of the U.K., and this was just gorgeous. want everybody to know. They can find that on, uh, I think it's a .com if you go to the Paris house. And what is it, Wugan, or how did you pronounce it? Woburn. Woburn. Yeah, there's one in there's one in Woburn and there's also one in Brighton. Oh really? Well I've never seen property like that in my life. Anyway, I'm um we're getting to the show. But I do want to tell you that I think that I heard or uh, because I don't feel it over there, but I feel like you have one more day of this heat and then it's gonna go down, way down, and you're gonna be happy. Well, apparently we got we got showers tonight, I believe. Uh, uh, isn't that right, Jerry? I think we've got some storm coming tonight from the uh, from the Mediterranean. 
Ah, so this is an actual weather forecast we're looking for. Well, the skies in the southeast might be <laughs> hey, rather cloudy. Physical. Temperatures hey, are to the. <laughs> it's going to be pouring in rain and thunderstorms down here, well, allegedly. Well, Apparently so. I, I, actually, I actually do have. I actually do have a lightning weather map live, so I'll tell you in a minute if we've got any lightning strikes coming our way. Well, good, because as long as you stay on the show, I think all the audience will be very happy. Uh, we have plenty of them, too. So thank you, for everyone, for being with us, and we certainly appreciate all of your support. But today, guys, I want to talk about cycles and life cycles. And even though I don't, I don't look at them every day or look at them as well as we all should because when they hear what life cycles you guys look at, it might help people understand in life where they are. So I believe we're on a seven and 14 year life cycle. And is that for everybody? I'm going to throw that out at you guys. You can pick one to go first. And then I want to hear what the other one thinks about life cycles or feels about life cycles. And how do life cycles actually affect us? If we're on a life cycle of eight years, does that mean we have eight years or seven years of, like, great luck and then seven years of challenging luck? Like, why can't we be on a day cycle, like one day and then the other day? So I'm going to throw this out at you, Grant, well, first, and then I'll ask well, Jerry. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, and this is a concept that I thought about when we talked the other day about a show, and, and this is why I wanted to talk about life cycles. If we look at the Wheel of Fortune on, in the Tarot deck, it is the Wheel of Life, and every uh, Wheel of Life full circle is 14 years. So looking mm-hmm. halfway down, if you look at the Wheel of Fortune, you'll have the, the coin at the top and you have the sword at the bottom. So when you get the coin at the top, it shows prosperity, it shows good times, it shows that energy, and that's when you're on the top of your life. But we do have a seven-year cycle, so it means that it's about balance, and it's about going through that seven-year cycles as a challenge, and we all have to go through that seven-year cycle, and that's why they talk about marriage being a seven-year itch within a marriage. Ah, yeah. And and the thing is with life cycles, they are there for a reason. I mean, you know, the universe is set play as a clock. You know, scientifically, the universe does, and this is is scientifically known, that the universe does revolve clockwise. And the energy of that purpose for the negative, or where we come down with the challenges, is all about the test. It's about going through them challenges to get us to rise us back up to where we are again. And the universe does provide them, ch- them, them chances and, and positive stuff to go through that. How we deal with that through that seven-year cycle within that positive to where it ju- ducks back down to the seven years of, of challenges is all about how we, uh, we, we augment that energy during that process. And I think that, you know, sometimes you can look at it and go, right, okay, say for instance you're in a really good place of work. And I talked about this earlier on on my Facebook page about... It was actually 14 years next year that I got taken into uh, TV and psychic TV, and, and, and Jerry would understand this. But, you know, it, it's all about where the last sort of seven years has challenged me, and it had, because I went for a very uh, long period of time, probably around about four years of psychic TV, and then good stuff for about three years after that, and then it started to diminish a little bit. It didn't mean to say that my work was never finished. It just means to say I wasn't on that major platform of where I was. 
And really weirdly, my guy, Michael, said to me, literally, only literally three or four days ago, you, you've been for a respite, and now things are about to change. And he showed me the 14-year cycle. And he said, next year, 2021, which I worked out, was right. It was 14 years next year. And he said that this was going to be the time when everything comes back in. And believe it or not, since that message, a lot of things have materialised for me over my work in the last week. So it's strange how the, you know, our life, we look at our life and points of our life and go, well, why is it that we go through these challenges? Because we're meant to. It's the wheel of life. And we're meant to learn from it. And uh, I'm going to put Jerry's clarification over that. What did you get, Jerry? I know this may sound a bit weird, but you see, uh, as far as I can look at it from my own perspective, my circle of life now is from day to day. I can't look at anything other than day to day. But everybody that rings up for a reading, I always look to see where their life cycle is either their life path or their current year path is sitting and that also then for me depends on whether their year path is an odd or an even number and like you I'll then look at the life cycle path um, and as you say we we look at the 14 year path or maybe for some people it's the 16 year path which is you know the cycle of eights all the time so Okay. It, but to me, well, it actually depends. A... Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, go on. Go, go on. I'll shut up. Well, no, because I... No, no, no. Because I want you to continue because the thing is, I have questions. <laughs> so if I have questions, I know that my audience has questions. And it's, they're good ones. So I want you to finish, Jerry, because this will... I always think five stages ahead of everybody. So I already know what you're going to say, but the other people have to hear it. So finish what you were saying, if you can remember <laughs> that I interrupted you. Uh, okay, I can't remember. Um, yes, can. um, in a way, it, it very much depends on the ind- to me and how I work. It depends on the individual. But what yeah, I always look at for people is, if you're on an odd-numbered path this year, what does that relate to? If you're on an even-numbered path, does it relate to something different? Or how can you mesh the two together? Or what is coming in, say, in 2020, for example? Yeah. um, Somebody rings me up today, they're on a five-path this year. That five-cycle is about personal growth, but it also, to me, relates to material things rather than emotional. Next year, they're on a six-path, which is about balance and emotional change. So how does that fit into the life cycle path? That depends on the year number they sit at, whether they've been on an 8 or a 14, because I can work with both. It depends really, as I said, in my way that I work, on where the individual is sitting, where their numerology is, and what their energy is trying to attract in, either before the end of this year or into the new year. It, it, so really, for me, it's that it's everybody is different, but everybody's similar. If you see what I mean. Yeah, I, no, I, I love think, that. I think, I, no, I get it. I think what what you're saying, Jerry, is is that we all have our own separate life path energy of of where we are within our role of where we are. But there is a significant energy of universal energy that's separate of that seven or fourteen year cycle, and I get that. It makes sense to me because. 
you know, we are we, we are very different within our energy of where we are within ourselves and what's set up for us. And I, and I get that somewhere. But, you know, that, that, that seven-year itch within marriages and things does make sense, though, doesn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I can see, I I can see exactly where that where that comes from. Um, mm. But at, at the same time, that seven can be factored has to be factored into mm. where yeah. is that particular person in their life? What space are they in? Um, as to whether that is a seven year cycle or as you call it the seven year rich, or is it something that's just maybe slightly different? It, uh, you know, I. I don't like to put too much emphasis on no. putting things I, I into, bracket, into brackets, Grant, because brackets means that everybody <laughs> is the same and, not, and everybody isn't. That's right. No, that's right, because what we're saying is that we have our own life path, but there is a universal, you know, existence around it. I get where yes. you're going with it, mate, and I understand that, because, you yeah. know, our own life path numbers and our own energy of where things are sitting with us numerologically does sit in slightly different energy from how the universe is evolving and, 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 and revolving, sorry. So I know that when I get that, it's separate from a personal issue as such. I, I know where you're going with it, mate. It makes total sense to me. Yeah. So what, well, we, what, I we say to, what I say to people is this is what it could be or this is what it should be. You have to choose whether it's a could or a should. That's, a, that's down to the individual. That's why they've got free will to make the choice. I got to come in here because what's interesting to me is listening to both of you. And whereas I, here's what I get, especially you mentioned the seven year itch. I did marriage counseling for a very long time. So it's very interesting that you brought that up. I always feel that sevens are, um, are the number of the soul. So for me, uh, I have four sevens in my my name uh, in my birthday, which I'm going to get to you and guys in a minute. But so seven is the, to me the uh, soul number of the soul. So when you say you 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 believe in a seven and fourteen years cycle, to me I look at soul numbers, which is interesting. All of us look differently. So what my question was to you, Jerry, and then I'll hand you over to uh, I'll ask Grant is does everyone vibrate on the same type of universal soul numbers or not soul numbers no. the universal vibration no, of numbers okay. no they don't so that, no they don't so so if grant is on a seven-year cycle and and the 14 year because that's obviously what he is picking up you're saying that you could be in or in an eight or sixteen year cycle. Are they the only two cycles yeah. that you, you you feel vibrationally no. for the universe? No. no. Okay. <laughs> He's not saying that at all, are you, Jerry? You're saying that people are individual, they work on different it could be every ten years, it could be every every, every six years if that makes sense. Yeah. So it, how do you determine that? How do you determine that, guys? Like when you when a caller calls in, because this is where I'm going to hear it. How do you, you know, I look at my birth number. I'm going to ask you to look at Jerry. I'm going to ask you to look at Grant because uh, because we have to do someone's, and I want people to see when you do his cycle number or his, you know, what where he's at, and you, if you need his birth date, he will tell you. 
but tell him what cycle he's in and why and what's going on for the year. But I have to ask okay. you, um, and, and I love that. So while I'm talking, Grant, if you want to tell him real quickly so he can get that, and then I'll finish my statement. Yeah, I'm, first, I'm, I'm obviously, yeah, 16th for the third, 1974. I'm a 20 okay, see, you know, I just love, I, I, did you get that, Jer? Right, easy. Okay, yeah, next. Uh, okay, well, just, okay, just let me get in a word in edgewise <laughs> here. So the thing is that really what gets me is this. When I say my birthday, it's 7-14-1957. When you said your birthday, i got to go all the way around and figure out what you said because in Europe or in England, they mix the month and the day up. So I do want everybody to know that, um, that there isn't 16 months when Grant said it. There's three. I mean, he was <laughs> born on the third, correct? So. I'm interested to find out what cycle that that uh, he looks at. And I look at cycles on a soul path number. So, Jerry, if you could give Grant that, and we, then we can, we can talk more about why there is cycles in people's lives. Right. Grant, for the start off, mate, you're on a material cycle at the moment. So everything that you should be focusing on or prioritizing is to do with earthly things, not emotional things. So uh, yeah. work, the, the, the home, uh, you know, your, your goods and chattel in, within the, where you live, whether you want to make changes within work. This is very much also about extending work horizons, uh, planning for what you want to achieve work-wise. It's also about dropping stuff from the past that has, might have worked once but doesn't work now because it needs to be thrown out. Giving yep. yourself permission to have more freedom in what you do, having more faith in what you do, and then looking towards the end of this year, because next year is your I'm going to plan ahead and look forwards year, but it won't be a year of solid foundations for another two years. So you're actually on either with me, either a four year yep. cycle or an eight year cycle. So that's where I see you sitting. That's well, it, so it does, interesting. It does make sense. It you know, it's to build the... Con- go ahead. Go on, sorry. Sorry, Bonnie, go on. No, because I was just going to say to build any really big foundation, you have to be... Um, you have to... You can't just happen overnight. It builds. So I love that. Well, that's no, that's no different back to 2008. So everything wasn't happening directly in that year. It took a year or so for it to build up. So, yeah, no, that makes total sense to me because it's all about new approaches and new starts. So that seven-year cycle for me is only... So it, it goes in on that eight, or eight, eight cycle because it would be that year after. So that makes total yeah. sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I... Well, I love that, and I know that uh, everyone is going to be excited to talk to you guys. I do want to I do want to ask about life cycles, and this has nothing to do with numbers, but you know, uh, and I love numbers. Numerology is where it's at. But uh, and what's funny is I was never good at math. Uh, but when you talk about life cycles, and I heard you say that there's cycles of ups and cycles of downs, which are your learning time. Uh, is that because everyone has to, you know, there's an old saying, what comes up must come down. So I want people to know, and from both of you and myself, that uh, the great thing about cycles is it's always turning. 
So have faith and hope in whatever you do and know that one day you might be up and the next day you might be down. But guess what? That helium's coming back up again. So how do you feel about that statement? I'm going to ask uh, I'm going to ask Jerry about that first. What goes up should stay up. What what comes down should never come down in the first place unless you actually are dragging it down on purpose. <laughs> now look, the point the point is, as you say, we we are affected by the universal energy of this planet, the energy of the moon and the energy of the planets that are around us. So therefore, we are going to have cycles where um, one minute we're firing on all four cylinders, and everything feels like it's on the up, then there's a plateau, and then it has to, I want to say it comes down, it, it might just drop down a little bit. That is a time, though, when it shouldn't be seen, in my view, as, oh my God, everything's going downhill. It's the point mm-hmm. of, well, this is a time when you can step back, take a breather, take a break, have a rest, because when you're going back up again, you're going to need more energy to go back up. Um, it's a very fine art to juggle more than one ball at once. And in life, we are very not very adept as human beings at doing that. So we can only juggle one ball when it's up and one ball when it's down. Um, yeah. But ask, anybody, ask anybody who is on a down spiral at the moment how many balls they've dropped. And I bet you they tell you it's more than one because that's how the human brain works. It's always going to think negative first rather than positive. So exactly. our, our job I is, to get, is our job to get more balls up in the air rather than have more fall on the floor, if you see what I mean. Um, so cycles are, about, cycles are about individuals, biorhythms, how we interact with the universe. Let me shut up, Grant. Um, individual energies, <laughs> how we are affected by the global energy, the planetary energy, and the surrounding planets' energy. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it can get very complicated, but we are very much affected by cycles of the moon because, we know, the moon affects the tides, it affects water levels. We are 75% water. It's going to affect us. That's why our cycles change. That's why we have our ups and downs. It's like the tides of the sea in one minute, out the next. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Frankly, I don't need to fill in any more on that, really. I think he said it all. Uh, He's only going to say exactly what I was saying. You know, it's it's true what he's saying. We are going to be affected by the universe. We are part of the universe, and we're part of that energy. So, you know, the thing is with it, the energy of the universe changes from one moment to the next. Just because we don't see what's going on up in the universe and how it affects the energy of where that is, we are on the same process of it. And the thing is, we are connected with the moon's energy. We are connected with the planets, and we're connected as one cosmos. So we are going to be affected by it. And like I said to you, that you know, the universe separately from our own um, time calendar will affect us in different times, in different areas of life. And, and the thing is with it, but you will get it. It will happen. So I don't really have to go over again what, Jerry's just explained. I think he's explained it superbly, and um, and I'm going to leave it with that. Okay, because I'm going to even explain it more superbly. So I'm only going to say three words: seven, fourteen, twenty-one, twenty-eight. 
numbers a seven. You have the moon goes in 28-day cycles. You have women's periods, which I hate to say on the air, goes in 21 and 28-day cycles, at least with the bill it does. And I've been way past that. You have, that's why I feel seven is the number of salt. Now I can be quiet and we can go on to getting the calls, but I love that we talk about cycles. I do have to tell you, I talked to somebody who's very metaphysical today. Go ahead. Well, what year are we in next year? 21. 21. That's why I feel we're going to all be going straight for the sun. Anyway, I and I don't mean it like in that morbid sense. I mean it in the happy sense because the sun card is one of the happiest cards in the deck, if not the happiest. So I... What I do want to tell you is I thought was really interesting with all this COVID, and, that, and I do have to bring it up because everyone is going through this in every country. But they said that if you look at COVID and you look at what we've had to do, everyone was pulled in within. They were pulled inwards. They were pulled in their home. They were pulled without jobs. They were pulled to stay in. They were pulled to mask. They were pulled to to take a break, take a break from this earth, take a break from their daily lives, take a break from whatever's going on. And there's many, many uh, theories, and I do want to get into them at another show, but what, what I heard this morning, which was really nice, and it's a friend of mine, she said that, so, so we have been given this to, interspe- to, 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 to introspect, to look inside, to see what lessons we need to learn. And if we take that as a positive versus, oh, my God, we had to stay in. And there's many people that do that. They didn't look at the inside to when this is going to um, stop evolving that we have made changes to ourselves, to our life, to the earth that we can take as positive when, when, when this is all through. So I thought that was pretty interesting, guys. Well, yeah, because as, as Jerry will show you, the, the four-year, what we're in, 2020 is a four-year, we're looking at as, as the message. It is, it is teaching you a lesson. It is making us aware. It's the message. It's getting a, a message across. When we look into the five year, the five year is a moving and shaking year. So it's a year of things getting resolved and moving forward. Well, I am so glad because I'm ready. I, I, I feel 2020, and I always like the number four, but I don't know anymore. But I feel people aren't even going to remember 2020. Jerry, what do you feel about that before we actually go to the, the phone line? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I agree with what your <laughs> metaphysical friend told you absolutely that I only have one problem which is th- this whatever you want whatever conspiracy theory whatever, whatever else you believe in this covid-19 which has been absolutely mm-hmm. foul however as she, as she said it's been brought around so that everybody can introspectively look at what's going on in their lives what should be yeah. the main focus of priority, what's important and what needs to be done. The problem I have with this is if not enough people take notice of the lesson that it's supposed to be there, you can guess what's going to happen. 
and I won't say any more because otherwise I shall get told off. So um, I'll shut up now. <laughs> well, honey, I'm coming to live in your country. It's a lot cheaper for me. Well, you wouldn't think well, that. But anyway, I, I, I said I'm coming I don't to live think in... I don't think Go it's going to be forgotten that easily. I only heard yesterday that Stephen King's writing a, writing a book about it. So let's, let's see where that goes. I think we're living one of Stephen King's books, to tell you the truth, or actually one of uh, oh, I, Michael Crichton's books, because he writes about viruses. I We are living one of them. So please, Stephen King, save your book. Anyway, in fact, and I, this is just a little uh, knowledge from me to everyone. One of my... One of my favorite and worst books was by Stephen King called The Stand. I don't know if anybody read it, but it's the fight between good and evil. I've never, and, 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 my, and I don't care for Stephen King. My husband and my son read every book, and my daughter, every book he's ever written. They love it. The only book that I got drawn to was something called The Stand. So for everybody who wants to see what good and evil look like <laughs> and it, in disguise, read the book. So I'm going to go to, are you all ready to go take our first caller? Are they going to, you know, I could sit here and talk all day about everything. So I do feel, though, that we've got a lot of people who would like to speak with you guys. Uh, what I do want is some audience participation. So when we pick you up, and we don't have a whole lot of time on the show today, so we're going to go, not for them, but for you. Uh, what I'd like you to do is tell us what cycle you're in. Are you in a good up cycle? Are you in a cycle that is challenging? We don't use bad cycles on here because I don't ever believe that anything is is bad. It's just challenging. It's lessons we have to learn. So tell us real quick, are you in an up cycle or a challenging cycle? 951, you are on with these guys. And they're like gods. They're like, they're like quasi-gods because I don't want to say they're gods. But hi. Hi. Hey. Hello. How are you doing? How are you? Hello. I'm doing fine. Yeah. Is this Nathaniel? Yes, it is. Hi, Bonnie. Jerry. Hi, Nathaniel. Let me ask. Let me ask a question. Are you in a upswing or a challenging cycle? Well, it's been challenging, but I feel like it's on been a like a real up cycle now. Okay. Well, I am going to tell you that you've got uh, Grant. Who's going to? It, it, can, do you need to know anything? And actually, um, Grant is an unbelievable medium. So if you want to go with what Grant wants to do, Grant, I'm going to let you have Nathaniel. Hey, thanks, Bob. Hi, Nathaniel. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing really well, my friend. How are you doing? Great. <laughs> You've got a very, very lovely energy, Nathaniel. Very spiritual oh. energy, I've got to say. Um, just quickly, I've got to I ask think. you this. I've got to ask you this. Is, is your father in spirit here? Because I've got a dad yes, in here coming. Okay, fine. Right. Because you've got a lovely father, and he was a very lovely man, your dad. And I know that you, you were very, very close to him. And as he comes back in here, he's trying to give me this feeling of um, trying to get you uplifted at the moment. I feel like you've Wait, you feel like you've been wading through mud emotionally. Does that make sense to you? Yes, I'm just uh, I'm feeling his positive energy that uh, he's sending me. 
Yeah, he's he's been he's been around you of late, and I know that there is some worrying stuff that he tells me about where you were around about sort of six seven months ago. And this wasn't to do with anything going on in the world. This is personal stuff around you, and where you was probably questioning a little bit about where you are within your own personal life. So I know this is all to do with either home living and situations. Does that make sense, Nathaniel? Home living, yeah. I just moved into a new place. That, that makes in. sense to me. I moved in that, about a year ago on July 14th, did, Bonnie's birthday. Did, did you yeah. feel like you was a little? It made you feel a bit unsettled to move. Did, was you not warranting? Uh, um, well, the my feeling of, my brother. My brother was hassling me quite a bit, and, you know, I couldn't eat there. They would eat my food. I hurt my knee. I asked them to get me an ice pack. Uh, they stole my ice pack, and they wouldn't even get me anything. So they wanted me out. So I worked about 40 days in a row. Oh, bless you. Know, just to be yeah. out of the well, house. Be out of the house. Well, I, know, I know your father. I know your father knows that you were going through a bad time at that time. He was with you through that process very much so he's, he's always with you but he was very much with you at his side at that time and he knows how hard it was for you to make that transition even though there was a feeling of not wanting to if that makes sense but there was a, a need or a push within that energy to make that transition and right. you feel a lot better in calmed energy now within the transition does that make sense you settled a bit more now yeah, yeah i just uh... I got a second job at a dispensary, and uh, it's given me more social outlet a little bit. But uh, I hurt my eye, I hurt my retina, but uh, it seems to be healing up. Well, that's a good thing. Is that your your left eye? Yes, it is. Yeah, because I'm getting the pain. As you talked about it, I'm getting the pain in the left eye here. And I feel like I'm getting strained. So you probably strain that retina, if anything. Um, but I know that what I'm getting, what I'm getting also, and it's weird. Before you mentioned your eye, I was just about to say, be careful of your hip and your leg. So what else was going on with your with your leg? Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm stretching. I've I've done a lot of yoga that I haven't been doing recently, so I'm I'm getting yeah. back into it, you know. And have I, you pulled, wow. have you pulled a couple of months? Have you pulled a couple of muscles, Nathaniel, or do you feel like a bit stiff in one leg? I, 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 that's, when I, that's what I was saying. I hurt my knee when I fell down the stairs when I was staying at my brother's, and then you oh, know, right. I, I asked him for stuff. and you know. But I think somebody said that the angels healed it because you know, I could have been yeah. limping you know, for months or weeks, and I was good in a couple of days. Well, you've had that healing energy come down for certain. Uh, um, who who in your family has the name of John? John? It's my brother. My brother. There you go. He sent he's sending love to your brother here. And I know that your bro, you're very different to your brother. And there is that energy of, of feeling that he... I don't know. Do you feel that your brother is overpowering within the energy of that relationship? Does that make sense to you? Oh, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Do you feel that he's, he, he sits himself feeling better than you? Does that make sense? Have you always felt, oh, that, you felt that he was better? Yeah. Okay. He, he... Well, all I can say from your, your, your father is, is that, if anything, you are the better man. And I need you to know this, he said. Aww. I need you to realize that within that energy, there is no one better than anyone. And the, the feeling that he gives me here is that you're the more spiritual energy, you're the more giving one, where your brother's not so giving. And there's a more materialistic energy to his soul. That, that, there's no disrespect from his 
from him to his other boy, his other son here. But what he is saying is, is that please don't take that equality away from you. Please don't not put yourself below your, your brother in any way, shape or form. You are very much loved by your, your loved ones in spirit and your father. And I know that he also lets me know that there is an anniversary or birthday coming up in the very near future. And I feel like I'm going into sort of late September. Would you understand that? Yes, uh, the last day of August 31st was the day he passed over to the other side. That would make sense. I knew I was at the end of a month, but I didn't know if it was September or August, but I know it's coming up soon. And it just lets me know that he's trying to remind you, not that you would forget, because you've just said he just trying to remind you that he's around you at that point, because you were very close to your father and how much that you feel that you, you, you resonate with him. And you do you do miss him very much. He's with you, he says. He says you have a Aww. photograph of him behind you somewhere. I don't know if that's on a wall or, or around you, but there's a photograph of your dad somewhere around you. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. And would your father have worn a cap, or did he was he wearing a hat in that photograph? No, most of the time, uh, no, most of the times uh, he never wore a cap at all that I saw. He always. Uh, well, I. I are you in a photograph with him? Who's the person with a cap and wearing glasses in one photograph? Is that someone somewhere around you with him in it with somebody else? I'm not sure, but that might be me because, you know, I kind of wear glasses. He, I don't think he never – he wore reading glasses, but uh, he was farsighted, so he could see far, and I was nearsighted, it's, I think. It's like, yeah, it's like you're standing near water or you're you're near a, a lake or something. Oh, Can you understand? Yeah. yeah, there's been a couple ones with that. I was at the San Francisco Bay or something up, up that way, and then we went to Catalina and Hawaii, but uh, yeah. Uh, wow. So he may, he may be showing that he was standing with you, but you were in this photograph wearing glasses and a cap, like a baseball cap it looks like, but it looks like to me that... You're standing near water, near a water's edge, but I can see some fir trees around, if that makes sense. Okay. Like forestry. But he's just letting you know he's around you. He's trying to uplift your energy by saying, don't, don't think that you're anything below the energy of anybody else. He wants to uplift you and, and tell you that he's very proud of you. Ah, uh, I am going to... Nathaniel? I am going to move on, but I think you got a fabulous reading. I do, oh, you know, I've always said Nathaniel, I, I only know him from the show, Grant, but I will tell you this, every time I hear him on the show, he works with birthdays. Um, wow. In fact, yeah, you heard Grant's birthday. Do you, do you recall anything about 316? Uh, that's uh, Pisces 3, I think. Uh, w- what's your other yep. guest? Uh, Brenda, she's born on the 15th. So my mom was born on the 12th, but that's the week of Dancers and Dreamers, Pisces 3, from the 11th <laughs> to the 18th. And that's the same way with Cancer. So you, you're a Cancer 3, so you guys try. You guys make a perfect triangle because, you know, all wow. the water signs triangle. So you have Cancer Scorpio and Pisces, so that makes it that makes a triangle when you go around. So all the Earth signs, you know, they make their triangle, and the fire signs and the air signs. So, but you're since you're you know on the 14th, and then he's on the 16th. You see, uh, you know, you're swimming in the same current, you know. 
We're swimming in the same pond. I gotcha. Yeah. You know? Well, I, you know, I love that. You, Nathaniel, you're a breath of fresh air. I, he did say that he loved your soul. He, he loved the feeling of your soul. And every time you come on the show, I just want to hug you. Your, your parents love you. They're, to me, you, uh, you are as spiritual as they come. Keep it up, honey, because that's the way of life. And there's something it's I want to go into, but I'm going to – go ahead. It's, it's amazing what could happen in life, even though you think you're down and then this happens and it's another God wink and a God wink, and then, whoa, you're a, it's, it's a whole different life, you know. <laughs> well, let's hope you got a lot of more winks coming your way, babe, okay? Because I, I oh, see great you. things always for your soul, okay? Hey, well, so thanks so much. Hope. Thank you, and I'll talk to you soon, Nathaniel. We need to do. We need to get you on so you can tell everybody what their what, what their birthday is. So, um, I do have to tell you um, that uh, I do have to tell you that uh, what's interesting for me, guys, is this: I believe people come in different vibrations, and this is for Jerry and Grant because I'm going to pick up eight five six in just a second. So, like his brother, what you were saying, um, Grant, is that his brother isn't quite as spiritual or quite as evolved maybe as him. But I believe that we all come. Do you feel like the energy vibration of people, even in the same families, come at different levels, meaning some come much more evolved spiritually than someone else? Well, of course you do. I mean, family is very close to you, isn't it? So you come in to teach others different things and my brother's a very skeptical person skeptical in one sense i get it but i think it's not about skepticism within the sense of real skepticism i believe that my brother's a spiritual man but he it's about learning that he has to be able to uh infuse that and not feel embarrassed about the energy of what he feels um and i think that's that's his problem i think he, he he has problems with that but yeah i mean obviously we do come in on different levels within family because we're having to, to learn off each other in certain respects and it's you know and no no different from nathaniel's brother there he would have had to learn something from him even though you know nathaniel's a spiritual person he needs to learn that balance to be to find confidence on the earthly material life as well so there's a there's a lot of things that that take balance and yeah there you go that's that's my parted uh sort of message on it jerry i know you're back babe so what do you feel about energy vibrations when we come in do you feel and i know i um i'm so i i feel it so much that we're all evolved, but we all come with different vibrations. Uh, usually I always say that, you know, your pod comes with you and you find them, but everybody's evolved at different levels when they come here, including family members. Wouldn't it be boring if everybody was the same? Wouldn't it just be... No, I love it. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be absolutely <laughs> yuck if everybody had that real spiritual connection because for a start off, we'd be out of a job, so I'd be sitting there scratching, scratching my uh, um, 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 feet, wondering what on earth I was going to do next. So the point is, everybody comes with their own vibration because they have a role to fulfill. Everybody comes in with a purpose which they are here to fulfill. Some people fulfill that as being electricians. Some people feel it as being teachers. Some people feel it as being nurses. 
some people like you, me and Grant, fulfil it as being light workers. But if we were all the same, oh, phew, no thank you, I think I'd rather go and live on Mars. <laughs> well, we might be there soon, Jerry, so it's always a possibility. <laughs> eight, five, eight, five, six, you are on with a dynamic duo or trio, whichever way you look at it. Hi. Hi, this is Laura in New Jersey. Hi, Laura. Well, you on a, Laura, Laura, are you on a, are you on, a, what cycle are you on? Are you on a, a, a upswing or are you on a challenging cycle? Uh challenging cycle okay i'm gonna let jerry take this one and grant you're coming in next but jerry what would you like to know from jerry or what do you, would you like jerry actually you get to to decide who do, who would you want to speak with first because they're both going to give you something either one i'm i'm good with whoever wants jerry. to go first no jerry go for jerry? it mate. go uh, hang on a minute. I just want to say, Laura, my lovely, I know this may sound a bit harsh, but you see, what you've just said is showing me that you've been sitting on the fence for too long. So what is it you can't decide what to do about? There's some indecision there that's saying to me, you can't make up your mind whether to jump left, jump right, jump up or jump down. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So I... Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I... Yeah. That sense is getting big, honey. That sense is getting way too high, Laura. <laughs> I have recently decided to put on, to to move down to the Carolinas. So <clears throat> I've been submitting for uh, jobs down there, and... Actually, two days ago, I submitted for a really long-term contract in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm hoping that it that I get that contract. And if I do, I'm moving down there. So, yeah, that's been my big. Dis- and I've been waffling whether or not to stay in New Jersey or to move to the Carolinas or move anywhere. And uh, I just, and it's funny because I have, it's like once I made that decision, I noticed some doors here closing on me. So I I feel like somehow I'm supposed to go down there. What's your date of birth, Laura? Pardon me, Jerry? What's your date of birth? October 1st, 63. Oh, blimey. Okay. Um, The point with you, my lovely, is that you should now start to be looking forwards and planning ahead, not looking backwards. The reason why doors, old doors are closing is because they're saying, we have outgrown our purpose. We no longer serve a part of your life anymore. You need to move forwards. You need to move on. So you're actually looking at a lot of balance coming in. Any move that you now focus on will only bring you success or a victory or both. You're working on an even number, so we are really looking at a power month of October rather than uh, September, although September's for you, there is some transformation and change coming through, but your big month of feeling, I've done it, hooray, is going to be October. 
Um, that's wow, when you happy start, birthday. That's when you start a five-year cycle of feeling uh, achievement coming in. You know exactly what you're doing, where you're doing it, why you're doing it, and with whom you're doing it. Um, so wow. it's a very positive the move has been, I would say, see, some people say, oh, it's been long overdue. Well, actually, no, because that's rubbish. Um, everything happens in the right time and space for the right reasons. So it's coming in at the right time for you. But as soon as you made your mind up, that fence you've been sitting on suddenly disappeared because you don't know, you no longer need to procrastinate. So you're moving forwards, the work's coming in, the new lifestyle's coming in, you're going to feel absolutely uh, over the moon with it all. And say, for the next five years, life should be pretty much exactly where you want it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's play those trumpets. Grant. Oh, my God. And you know what, Jerry? That sounds great, too, because he said the recruiter guy that was putting in for the contract for me, he said that it would be, it should, if, um, if I were to get this contract, that it should start on uh, October 1st. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, there you go. My guys are fabulous. Yeah. My guys oh, are great. Gonna, they I'm are. Just gonna go over, I'm just going to go over very briefly what I think Jerry's basically covered exactly what I'm seeing here. I pulled out four cards with this, right? I pulled the Justice card, the Star card, right? They're the two cards I pulled out initially. It shows you really good stuff coming up for you, honey. But I've got the Judgment card lying over it. Hence the reason why Jerry said to you, you've got to let go of everything from the past and go for this. And the Tower card is all about rebuilding foundations. You've got an amazing future if you change and make that happen. And I've just literally pulled the next card that was the Ace of Wands. So you've got to make this move, and you're going to make this move, and it's going to happen, and it's going to be wonderful for you, darling. So there you go. I'll leave it to that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I love this. Oh, Laura, I am going to. You owe me your firstborn. I don't really like a whole (laughs) lot of children, so I kind of love my children, but I don't want anybody else's, so you're just going to owe me your first million. Okay? (laughs) Yeah. You're all out of luck anyways. I'm too old for kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. I can't tell you how much. I love this girl's energy, guys. Again, I only know her from the show. But she is an amazing soul who's been waiting for a great chance. And, and, and she's, I mean, she is just, she's spiritual herself. So, Laura, hallelujah, you, baby. You're welcome. You. And I am moving. Go ahead. Do you want? No, bye. Thank you. you. Yeah, God bless. Okay. <laughs> bye, bye, Laura. Now let me uh, let me tell you. Both of these guys do this for a living. They are fabulous, awesome, and crazy talented. I mean, you know, I look forward to talking to them just to talk to them. So I didn't say it at the beginning because I got so involved in that I couldn't believe I was back on my own show. So I am going to let them tell you. First of all, they are multi-talented. They do things that I haven't even mentioned on the show, nor do they come in and show you. So each one of them has their own website. I'm going to let Grant go ahead and tell everybody how to find you, and then Jerry, please tell everyone how to find you because they do this for a living, and I give them as gifts. So if you need a gift for anybody, and you know that the holiday is coming up, but I give them 
for birthdays, for funerals. I mean, flowers are great, but they die. Readings last forever, at least until your next one. So, Grant, go ahead and tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Yeah, you can get through to me for your normal social networking sites, um, one through Facebook at Grant Collier Psychic Medium. Uh, you can get me on Instagram as well, Grant Peter Collier, and also you can get me via my website at www.grant.collier.co.uk. There you go, over to you, Jim. Um, likewise, you can find me on all the usual social media outlets, um, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, oh, most of them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm around. If you Google, like, if you Google Grant's name uh, or Google my name, then you, we come up pretty, pretty quick uh, over here. Cause hence, uh, our um, professional reputations. Um, uh, or where they are meant to be, so you can always trust them. Is that where you come <laughs> with? Well, I'm saying it politely. My website is senseofknowing.co.uk. Um, there's a form on the contact page if you want to know anything about me or ask any questions. Uh, fill the form out on the website. And, guys, if you want to get a hold of me, I am nowhere, so you're going to have to come right to the show. And you can always get me through other means, and I'm really about a mystery, so come find me. Here we go, 201. You are on with the guys. Actually, you're on with the uh, well, two men and a girl. Hi. Two, Who is speaking Hi, Bonnie. This is Jackie, hi. two men and a girl. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. me. Jackie, Jackie, where are you in your cycle, baby? Are you, not your menstrual cycle, but your life cycle. Are you on a plane or are you on a challenging swing? I'm on a, I want to say I'm really on a a challenging upspring. I'm at that that peak. And that's where the challenge is aim again. Well, I'm handing you to the two dynamic duo who are amazingly talented, and you're not gonna, you're not gonna even want my word. So, either okay. one of you, what do you, do you have a question, or do you want to just talk? Well, I just want to say to this lovely lady that love is a many splendid thing. Right. The thing is, the reason why I just sang that song is because for me, love is in the air. Um, I've just pulled the two of cups, but I've also pulled the well card over it, so these are really good cards for you. Are you feeling that somebody's around you at the moment, darling, that is expressing love and energy to you, that you're maybe discarding at the moment? Does that make sense to you? Yes, I feel it. I, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to understand <laughs> it. Yeah, well, look, the thing is, he's not the most easiest of characters to work out, but then again, he comes across in that nature. But I do feel that there's probably a little bit of an air sign with him. No no participants uh, in the same uh, thing should take offence by that. But I, I get the sense of feeling that he doesn't always open up to his um, emotions as much as he should do. Um, and there's probably a little bit of misunderstanding of the person he is. Does that make sense to you, Holly? Yes. Because I do feel that with him, that he does want to come in and connect more emotionally with you on a, on a committed energy, 
But for you, you know, you have been left a little bit winded where relationships been concerned before in the past. So it is a little bit of one when you're on the defensive. But I do feel that you should give this man a chance because you'll probably find that you'll come out smelling of roses. I hope that makes sense to you. Um, kind of, sort of, because, you know, I, my my husband is supportive. He just doesn't understand my spiritual ah, walk. He's it. always been the support. And it's always that's been the like the envy of a lot of people. He just doesn't understand my spiritual do you, walk. Do you find, sorry to interrupt, do you find that you don't incorporate him enough into that energy? Does that make sense to you? That I don't what? Do you not incorporate him into the energy of your spiritual side? Does he feel separate from it? Does he not understand? Yes. He doesn't I feel like you need to nurture that in. Because there's a, there's a distance between you. He's trying to get in, but he's, somewhere there's a blockage. So somewhere you may feel that you are feeling apprehensive to bring his energy forward and be involved with it. Does that make sense? Yes. He's, he's totally apprehensive of anything having to do with spirit. Right. Now, I believe that if he does come in on this, it would work for both of you. And I feel that this would definitely work for him. I think that he needs that. I feel like he's somebody that is challenged within the energy of belief as a whole of anything. And I think that's all to do from what I'm being told by Michael here is about his past and his upbringing. Does that make sense to you? Yes, because he grew up around many people that belonged to the church and yep. he saw the hypocriticalness in it and like he doesn't even believe in that. Like I totally why? get you. I totally yeah. understand why that is the way it is. And I think that within that energy, it, if once he understands the spiritual side of what you're working with and where it doesn't come into religious factor and argumentative feel of what belief is what, then he will find that he will find his peace within that energy, not just within the, the feeling of connection of spirit, but also mm. understanding where you are with it and bringing that energy closer for you two together. Because I think there's a certain side that that is also missing within your spiritual journey. You feel you need to be working with this to help others, yes but you also need something back for you, hence the reason why it would be nice to be appreciated within that energy that you've got his energy coinciding alongside it. So you need to work on that energy is what I'm being told. You need to allow him in and say to him, look, it's, it's okay to judge, it's okay to not understand, but we're working very differently than we are within a religious field, if that makes sense, yeah? Does that all make sense okay. to you, Hannah? Yes, it does, because I've been trying to understand how to get him without forcing it on him to see and I feel think, what I feel I think, and, and why I, I do certain things. I think, darling, it's not about forcing him. It's about bringing his energy and nurturing his energy forward within it. Don't 
feel that you feel that you're obligated to step back and not approach that energy very slightly within bringing in forward. Encourage his energy in. Use that energy okay. of your love that you have between us. Because I think that's, that side of it is also compelling within the energy of your relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, I don't want to force it on him. I really don't, no, don't because think I think that's a that's a personal thing. Absolutely, absolutely. So you I don't, think that's a personal you don't thing to, for everyone. You don't need to force it on him, but what you what I am seeing is that something is going to emerge from this. But I feel that there's an avenue of just sitting down and talking more about the energy of your work. Yeah, the more of the understanding of what energy you're working with, and it doesn't always have to be about God. Do you understand what I mean? It can be about universe. Right. It's about how right. words the energy of things. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it could be about what you decree, you know, what you manifest. Like he doesn't see my, he see part of my manifestation, but he can't see what I'm saying because it's that. not his journey. But I do well, think that there's something yeah. here that's going to bond very well. But I know that I know that Bonnie's going to hand this other sex section over to Jerry just to see what he's picking up on this. All right? Okay. So yeah. I'll leave Thank that you. Is- Go ahead, Jerry. God bless. Thank you. Um, I'm going to tell you a little story. Bear with me. It's not a long story. A friend mm-hmm. of mine and his wife uh, decided they were going to buy a parrot, and they wanted to teach this parrot to speak. Every day she'd go up to the cage and go, who's a pretty boy then? Who's a pretty boy then? And the parrot would just sit there and stare at her. And she'd keep going, who's a pretty boy then? And this parrot just wouldn't talk until one day it suddenly turned around and looked at her and said, for goodness sake, do shut up. Because what he'd done, the parrot had actually heard what the guy had been saying in an argument or around the house, and he hadn't taken a blind bit of notice to what this woman was trying to say to him. Therefore, my answer to your question is, teach by example. This guy will never pick anything up the more you try and tell him what needs to be done or how he needs to do this. If you just lead your life the way that you do, he will eventually start asking you questions and go, why are you doing that? Why did you say that? Why do you act like that? And that's when he'll learn the biggest lesson of all. The more you try and teach in parrot fashion, it'll never work. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> Funny the same you would say thing. that. Um, would you buy a parrot last well, week? <laughs> I would have to go back and listen to last week's show to really understand the the, the metaphor. Um, I I we I, but, I just was kidding. I, I but I totally picked up exactly what Jerry and Grant had picked up because the, I'm going to relay a similar incident, but I am going to put you on hold because we have to move on. But I hope you got the message. Hmm. Okay? I understand it, really. <laughs> well, listen to this. You know, guys, when you were talking about that, the really cool thing is I kept hearing, which is exactly what you were saying, is, uh, and I do at home because I'm married to a muggle. And I think there's other people here that probably would say that, you know, everyone's spiritual, so I don't feel like anybody's muggle-muggle, but they just don't, you know, they don't work in that genre, and they don't really um, understand all of it. But I can tell you that, and Jerry knows, and Grant knows how I feel, 
is that it's by immersion. I talk it, I eat it, I sleep it. I don't preach. Unless I'm really, you know, unless I'm really involved in telling my my family something. I don't have all muggles in my family, but it's my husband. And so, but do I feel like he doesn't hear? No, he hears. So by spirituality, by, or, or our gifts by immersion is how I work it. And I feel like that's the best way it worked here. So how do you guys feel about when you're with muggles and you think they're not learning or feel that they're not learning, they're really picking up stuff, but they're just not telling you. How do you feel about that? Well, that's okay because everybody has to absorb information in their own, in their own way. It doesn't matter whether or not they show you that they've taken it on board or not. The fact right. is that but they've picked up on something, even if it's only one small thing that you've said or done, and if they go and implement it, that's a lesson learned. That's job done. That's tick that box. So it, to me, it doesn't matter. Everybody should be treated with the same um, respect, uh, given the same opportunity, whether or not it's their purpose to learn is not for us to reason. That's, that's, that's dependent right. on what's in their soul contract. However, hopefully, we are here to sow seeds so that somebody somewhere is able to <laughs> get the clarity in their life that they've been looking for. Well, I'll that's why on I top wanted... of that, I'll add on the top of that, Bonnie, we wouldn't be yeah. with them otherwise, would we? You know, the no, thing is with it, exactly. you know, they, they may look at our views and values very differently, but we are learning from each other. And I think that doesn't matter how much of a muggle you have within the energy of your partner, as you call them, the thing is with it, <laughs> even if you're spiritual and they're learning something on spiritual nature, we are learning something about life on this material plane from them. Yeah. And it, it, it becomes a balance, and that's what it's all about. And how yes, do you think he feels what... living with Hermione from from Harry Potter? <laughs> I mean, he must be exactly. going to hell. <laughs> yes, I am driving him completely batty. He's going to have his own uh, broomstick to fly away. But I was really trying uh-huh. to put it to everybody here that what you like, you know, what I picked up with this caller is she feels she doesn't feel like he's spiritual or that he's involved in her but really she isn't really um to me uh she doesn't need to she just needs to live it and he'll be immersed in it which is what i what i yeah, would she, say. Has to, but, she has to see it from, she has to see it from his point of view this is what yeah. we do as, as psychic mediums we don't talk from experience we see it from the person's point of view because that's when we channel the information through that they will understand. So she has exactly. to see where the space that he's in, not the space that she's in. Yep. Exactly. I love it. And, and you know what I got to tell you? Other, I really wish... Go ahead. You know, the other big worry is over that is that she should not allow that to intimidate her own energy of blockage within her own belief. And that's Absolutely. another thing that also is picking up. You know, because the thing is with it, sometimes intimidation of our loved ones or friends or whatever can intimidate that energy of what puts a blockage in. And so embrace the energy that they're learning from you. Embrace the energy that you know what you have. And it doesn't matter what about what other people think. 
I agree with you. And what's funny is, and I'll let you talk, Jerry, because I can feel the, 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 the energy here. But what's interesting is that I was going to go into this whole thing because, I, because really I never do understand why religion has to play a role because every religion that I know has angels and gods and universe. It's in everywhere. So I never could figure out why people use that as an excuse. So I do know that that happens. But really, we're no, no different. Money. We think no different. It's normally money, especially where it is. Yes, absolutely. So. Oh, absolutely. That was the whole, that was how, why how I religion was That's made. I won't go into that because you'll get me on another level. <laughs> no, you know what? I <laughs> I totally uh, agree. I, You know, I have my opinions, but... I do realize that when people say that, and I know it, when they say they're always using, well, he's, 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 uh, he's religious and I'm not, well, guess what? The way isn't about religion. The way is about the similarities. You know? So it just always got me that that's what people say, oh, we're, you, know, you can't be religious if you're, you know, if you're spiritual or you can't be religious if you uh, do this work. Oh, bull you know it just is so to me ridiculous because if you look at the similarities uh it, it, it's astounding to me so that's yeah, only that's my my is, conjecture Bonnie, the thing is there's a difference yeah. between faith and religion there is a difference between faith and religion yeah and faith is yeah. if it gets you through the day and you believe in something that's all that matters it shouldn't be about that's what somebody right. else thinks or opinion and that's what that's what it's that's about. right because I can tell you that all our wars, if you look on back, is all about religion. Yeah. And unfortunately for us, we don't learn. Well, we hope we do, but we don't. Anyway, I hope we do because uh, it just it, 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 it's all about greed, money, and, and, and what, what you can control. And I hate that. So I am hoping in the, in the future that we all see that everybody can believe in whatever they want, but just let your neighbor be, let them be. You know that old saying? Well, what's the song? There will be an answer, let it be. So if everybody just loves each other and and gives everybody the space to like what they do, to use the crutches they need without war, without, you know, telling somebody you're wrong, I think we live in a perfect world, don't you? Yeah, I, I do. And I don't think you're, you're no Paul McCartney, that's for certain, but there you are. <laughs> you know what? I was never a Beatles fan, but then everybody will yell at me. So I, you know, who I was I was a fan of was uh, the Beatles and and oh, uh, what was his name with the tongue? I see the picture. Um, you know, they came up with the Beatles, but they were a little raunchier. Uh, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Yeah. I was a Rolling Stone girl, so even though I look so prim and proper. Anyway, we are going to go to 310. You are on with a dynamic duo, trio maybe. Hi. Hello, how are you? Hello. I Hello. am fabulous. Who are we speaking with? This is Vince. Hello. Hi. Vince. Hi, Vince. Yes. Are you on an upswing or are you on a challenging swing? Challenging. All right, I'm giving you my guys. Go for it. This is Vince. Okay. 
Okay. My one question is this. Um, long story short, something happened at work. I've been there for two years. I work a lot of over. I work at least 90 hours a week. You know, I put my best foot forward, and, and I'm always there when they need me. But the other day, something insignificant, insignificant happened. It had to do with the key. And they dismissed me pending investigation. And it could go either way. It could be termination or they could bring me back. So I'm wondering, what, what do you see of this? Am I going to be able to keep my job or are you going to uh, get rid of me? Uh, Which one's Vince, going uh, first? I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in first. What's your date of birth, oh, Vince? What's that? Oh, August 10th, 59. I tell you what, the soonest you started to speak about this incident at work, I got, they're looking for a scapegoat. Um, who's they going to pick on? Let's pick on the sensitive guy. Who's the sensitive guy? Well, Vince is the sensitive guy. We'll pick on him. Um, right, so you're... Oh, blimey. Um, there's no way you're going to get the sack. Uh, I'm sorry, but they can't fire you um, because although, the, although there is someone else that is desperately covering their tracks in order that they don't uh, find themselves out of work, the truth will come to the surface. You just need to stand your ground and in standing your own truth, because in my Native American teaching, I have the Jaguar with you, which is about integrity, and it fits with your date of birth. And it says, stand in your own truth, do not be swayed from it, uh, because you will come out of this vindicated and that when the truth does come to the surface, just inwardly you'll be able to go, well, I knew that was coming. Because you're not a person that likes That's to fabulous. brag. or you just, you just love to be able, as you said, to get on, do your job. The problem is with you, Vince, because you are so open and you just want to do the best that you can, you have put too much effort in. Can you put too much effort in? Yes, you can. You've done that in a way, my friend, because they've now seen you as somebody that they can just push around when they want to. Well, I'm here to tell them, uh, if, the, if everyone is listening, that the universe, the one thing it hates is injustice. The one thing it will bring you is balance. The one thing it will bring you is resolve. You hang on in there because there's no way you're going to lose out on this one. Grant? Okay. Oh. Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree. And you've got some good cards coming up with the Ace of Swords, uh, Wands over this, which is all about work. Can I just say to you that I feel, I totally get what, what uh, Jerry was saying about the scapegoat. Now, I got shown a photo frame, and I went, what's the photo frame mean, mean Michael? And it says he's being framed. It means for me that there's situations around your office or around your work that people are... Would you understand if I said this to you, Vince, that there was stuff before this happening where there would be situations of changes in the workplace or people feeling that they were forcing situations to make change? Does that make sense? Yeah. Right, so again, like Jerry said, the scapegoat, but I feel like you've been framed. Now, I'm going to tell you, because Jerry said something very, very, uh, very, very precise within what he was trying to give over karma. Right? Now, right. you are a backbone to the energy of that business, yeah? You're very, very knowledgeable about what's going on, what happens, and you are a backbone to that family unit of work. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. My bosses love me because I work so much overtime, and I, and I work very hard, and I always get the job done. 
Um, so my bosses do love me. Um, in fact, there was a one time for, and this is the, this is a perfect example. I was in, I was, I lived 75 miles away from work. And what happened was on a Friday night, the last snowstorm we had here, um, I left work at 10 o'clock on a Friday night and my boss called me and asked me if I could come back to cover for somebody because they didn't show up for work. And I was halfway home. I turned around and went back to work. Um, you know, so little things like that is what I've always done. But they didn't yeah, give you a bonus. Yeah, exactly. No, but no, but Jerry, I mean, exactly. Exactly. With totally what Jerry's saying to you, you've allowed them to be, you to become an energy of somebody that gives too much and they're taking advantage of it. Now, that's not all your bosses. That is just management within the energy. So it's not people above management. Does that make sense to you? So they, they may not have prior knowledge of everything that's going on within that situation. One thing I right. can say to you here, that for you, I am being told that you are too good to lose your job, that they, you're needed. So a lot of the work that you do, if you wasn't there, wouldn't get done. So I know that within that energy, somebody's going to look into this situation, and I know that the truth will come forward. Like uh, Jerry said, balance comes in, karma comes around. Because I'll tell you for what will happen within this. They will look at it, but I won't tell you this straight away, Vince, but they will look at this situation, look at what position you've been put into, and then later on they'll go, and they won't tell you this, they'll say this, they'll go, we need to look at where we need to review the pay structure and things where Vince is, and then you'll get a better outcome of this in the future. So it's actually going to help you more than it's going to hinder wow. you, if that makes sense, even though it's hindering you at the moment. So you do see me going back to that job, like they they will offer Absolutely. it back to me. Okay. Do you know yeah. how long? Yeah. Do you I'm know how long it would be before you. I hear anything? I was just about to tell you. The way that I look at this, there's a three-week procedure. Okay. So there's a three-week energy of something that makes me feel like it turns around around that time. So we're looking at around about roughly the first to second week of September, where I start to feel that you're there's an energy of coming back in or something's been sorted around that time. I'll just quickly go to Jerry. So I know Jerry was looking at a card. I'm being told at that. Or you're looking at something there, Jerry. What was you picking up on timing? Uh, exactly the same as you because uh, September is a transformational month for Vince. It brings closures to things that no longer need to be looked at, but it also creates new opportunity, doors either opening or reopening, so I totally agree with the timing. No, I just pulled the okay. nine of cups. Seriously. I just pulled the nine of cups, which is the ninth month of September. There you go. Okay. I love Thank that. You. That's well. Good luck, and let us know, Vince. And you couldn't have had better reading. Okay. So good. Go for it. Have a great day. All right. You too. Okay. You take Thanks. care, buddy. Bye. Okay, everyone. I am going to pick up. Ah! Ah, 312 is next, but I do want to say something. You've got two big guys here. Well, they're really not big, big. I mean, they're okay as far as their stature, but, I mean, they're no the Hulk. So you've got to get a hold of them. They're fabulous. They're big in their careers. They are fabulous, fabulous psychic mediums that have other gifts between their healing and past lives and all kinds of gifts 
please give them a shout. This is what they do for a living. And, again, I don't have anybody on my show that I don't recommend. So please go to both of them. You can Google Grant Collier, you know, Medium. You can you can Google Jerry Humphreys Medium. Other than that, I'm going to let them tell you for the last time before we pick up the next caller. Grant again. And, Jerry, I hate to do this in such a fashion, but usually I do it at the beginning and the end. I do want everyone to know how to find you. It's important for these people. Well, I'll just go to my website quickly. It's www.grantslash.co.uk. So there you go. Grant Collier. Yeah, you'll find me. Just Google Grant Collier. You'll find me there. Go on. Uh, yeah, I'm, just Google Grant yeah, Collier. For goodness sake, just Google Grant Collier because it'll, it'll come up. Just the same as you can Google my name, Jerry Humphries. It'll, it'll come up. You'll find us. Uh, my website, senseofknowing.co.uk. Best way to find me is on there or via the social media platforms that are at your disposal. Um, but website's always the best way for both of us. Well, I have to tell you guys, because I'm going to start announcing, we have formed a group. It's called, I want to say, the, the uh, fabulous, the, uh, well, I haven't got the name yet, but I call it the Order of Seven or the Magnificent Eight. We are a team that does unbelievable work, and you're going to hear more about us very shortly. So when you need us, we're going to be there. It is the coolest thing I have ever put together. The coolest people, and they're unbelievable experts in their field. And we've got our first case solved. So you'll be hearing more about that later. I am picking up 312. This is going to be a very quick reading because we only have time for something very quick. So 312, 312, you are on with us quickly. Hi, this is Karen from Chicago. I have a, um, I'm I'm doing a good challenge, good challenging cycle so far. I I think so. I feel pretty good about it. Well, let them make that decision for you. So give them what you've got so that they can answer. Sure. Um, my question is, um, I am going to work a project within the next two weeks, and that should be going maybe for a month. But I'm thinking of finding work close to home, less than 10 miles away if I can find it. Um, and I'm wondering kind of what you see. Um, do you want me to Jerry, jump in, jump in the Yes, Jerry, go in with this, mate, because I've got somebody from Spirit that's going mad on me. Uh, I'll tell you about it. Okay. <laughs> no worries. Okay, well, firstly... Um, Project looks good. I feel that it's going to be slightly, uh, it'll take either a little bit longer to get it off the ground than you anticipate, but not by much. Um, It has longevity attached to it. Finding work close to to home. There's two things I wanted to say here. Firstly, you could find work within a maximum of a 15-mile radius, or you might even find working from home is an option. So oh. to me, there's, there's like there's the best of both coming in. So you're going to have a choice to make that may not be for a couple of months or so, but there's certainly, as I'm seeing, they're showing me a pendulum and the pendulum just goes, goes going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. One time it's doing one thing, one time it's doing, In other words, you've got flexibility. So um, I reckon that work is going to be... Um, a very positive cycle. You have a big month of November ahead of you, though, where success is plural should be coming in. 
something to boost your self-esteem also happens in November. And because November is a master number month, you should also find that your intuitive energy is working overboard, particularly when it comes to somebody close. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Grant, go for it. Yeah, I, this, I don't think this person I've got spiritually connected is for this lovely lady, but I will give you something quickly over the top. Yes, I totally agree with what Jerry's saying. There is an energy here of also training coming up. So something, whatever you're doing, infusing with your energy is about training as well. The judgment side, and that may be the pendulum swinging backwards and forwards that Jerry's seeing, is something that is, you've got to get over. You are in the chariot, it means you're in the riding seat. You have gone through a bit of a long battle within decisions over that. And that may be that you've gone over this, this battle for about five years. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes, yes. Right. Well, you're through that challenge, and this, this coming year, from now till next August, is a very productive time for you. I really feel that you're going to start to swing very well in the right direction of that pendulum, and I've just pulled the Ace of Swords, which is about triumph within situations. So you're going to do extremely well, and the page of coins shows you this new venture happening, and coins is always good because it's about bringing positivity and abundance in with that feel. You're going to feel good about that as much as it's going to make you, good, make you feel better, and then to leave that with this, with this car coming Victory in work, the six of wands is coming forward. So wow. everything's going your way, darling, where it's concerned. I'm just going to add this to this. This is very separate from what you just asked the question. I've got to ask you this because I've got a spirit with me, and it may not be for you, but it could be for you. It might be for somebody else in, in the chat room that's listening. I've got a, a young female that's coming that unfortunately has been murdered, and I'm, she's been trying to get through to me for the last two readings. Now, I know that there's an energy here of, of unknowledgeable feeling of disappearance, but I know that there's a strangulation and a feeling of, unfortunately, sexual abuse within that field. Does this, or sexual assault, does this resonate with you anywhere in your no. life with anybody? No, I don't, I don't know anybody like that or that's, has passed in that fashion, no. That's fine, darling. I had a feeling it wasn't with you, so it may be for somebody okay. else in the chat room. So I'm, I'm not going to say that's with you because I don't feel it is with you, but she's no. trying to get a message from us. Now, I'm going to leave that with you, so I hope that helped you, darling, within what I was talking about, where your work was and everything, yeah? Yes, yes, that makes sense. Oh, brilliant. We have three seconds left. All I can say to you is you're going to do well. Ah, oh, I love that. I put her on hold. We are now officially off the air. I is interesting, Grant, because I read for somebody whose daughter actually was murdered, strangled, and all that stuff. So it's interesting. I wonder, you know, but I don't think, you know, how could you be picking that up? But you could. Anyway, I do want to tell everybody that we are officially off the air. I want to thank both of you. Again, it's always an honor and my pleasure to have you on. I can't tell you how much it means to me as well as it means to my audience. And I want to thank my audience for without you, we, well, we could do a podcast, but we wouldn't do a show. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for coming. And because my shows are sporadic, I'm hoping by September that we're going to have some real stability to my days and hours. Thanks again, Grant. Thanks again, Jerry. You know, I love you both. Have a great night. Take care. God bless now. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.